um, I guess we had a connect at Rock Nation. So they sent over some like DJ Mustard tracks to write for. Um, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be for me. I was writing for like Tanache, I think. And then, um, and then he, when Mustard heard the track, he was like, nah, like she needs to keep this one for herself. So I was like, okay, fire. So it just like kept it. And then, yeah. And then he, he even like posted it on his page at the time and everything. So he was like mad supportive. It was really dope. That's dope. And did you write that record as well? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> lit, lit. Leo Black. Lit, lit. Hey, <laughs> nice seeing you. Welcome to the show. Um, If you're not familiar, the Leo Black Show is a platform for creatives to share their story. So I would like to start with you from the beginning until the latest what's happening right now. Let's share your story. Man, okay. Where should I start? Um, I guess like after high school, I guess I really started and writing music a lot more. Um, okay. I was like taking a break, you know, before I like went to college or whatever. And I was like, can't hey, let me just write a bunch of music. Um, just like started recording in the studio for fun, really. Put it on like SoundCloud. And then I flew to Atlanta for this conference and basically like I was working with this guy back then and he signed me and then next thing you know, you know, I'm doing a song with like Mayno, T.I. pulls up and then like, <laughs> yeah, and then Sony and then there's a it's like literally a long story. Like <laughs> now I'm independent, but yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy like ride and shit. So yeah. That's lit. What conference was that in Atlanta? Oh, I forget the name of it. It was like Access something. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> it was like a while ago, but that was yeah. like the beginning, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many conferences nowadays from like South by Southwest. Um, you got the yeah. Revolt Conference. I mean, of course, they all got put on hold due to the pandemic, but um can you share some light for you know upcoming artists who haven't been to one of those conferences how much they can help your career yeah I mean I didn't really expect anything from it and like I would say you know just go and just shoot your shot and you literally never know um someone could like your music there that you never knew would be there and they can change your life so I'd say you know just follow your dreams lit cool is there is there anyone at that conference that you didn't expect to be there that was there it was like it was a cool to network with them. Yeah, just like uh, like a network thing, I guess. The guy that was there originally worked at Atlantic, so I guess right. he was at that label for like a while. I mean, I don't work with him anymore. <laughs> Can't really talk much, but like, but yeah, like at the time he was he was at Atlantic, so yeah. But, and I mean, speaking of Atlantis, let's talk about a little bit about your uh, label situation. Are you independent? Are you signed? Um, so I am currently independent. Um, yeah, currently independent was signed. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just doing my thing for a while. I'm definitely, you know, in talks, and I'm definitely like looking forward to signing again. But for now, I'm just doing my own thing for a while. So yeah. Nice. Okay, who are you signed to? I was signed Sony. Um, yeah, for like two years or three years and um sony canada because i'm from toronto so yeah <laughs> so i'm looking to like expand more lit all right let's let's talk about the the differentiate there a little bit from being a 
assign artists on a major label like Sony to being an independent artist and having an independent grind? Um, what, what like big difference did you notice? Yeah, this is a, this is a tough question, but um, I guess like being, you know, signed, you have all the perks of, you know, being on all the big Spotify playlists and like getting that like radio play and all that. I guess really like the streaming, you know, comes into effect more. Yeah. But independently, I feel like it's dope because you're more like you're able to release more music whenever you want to. Thanks. And you're like more in control of like your own creativity and you don't have to like go through like, you know, 10 people to just be like, I want to release this record. Right. So, I mean, there's pros both. And I think you just have to be ready and, and just really trust in the people you're about to partner with. And then it could be like a really dope thing. But it's just like, yeah. Dope. That's lit. And you dropped mm-hmm. some big songs, some big collaborations. I mean, you collab with OVO artists. I mean, being from Canada, that's pretty big. OVO pretty much running things over there. So how'd you <laughs> land that collab with uh with Preem with P Rain? Um, that was the same dude that I was working with before. I guess he had some connects um there. So yeah, I did the Preem thing. And yeah, that's kind of how that came about. I mean, also like Sony and everything. So yeah okay yeah so that's there's definitely a big difference being able to access those big artists and having access to them and collaborations and things like that so where you can just get a record clear super easy you know independently you got to go through all the hoops yeah i mean budget wise too you know i guess that's another factor like you know they got the budgets (laughs) but yeah How how did that happen did you guys get in the studio or was it all through email um, oh, over five songs to Preem um, and then he like picked his favorite and then it was kind of like he was like just actually really really like fuck with the track and stuff so he's like hey like I'll just do it kind of for cheap so yeah I mean that's how that worked out we got on it and then we just released it so lit and how'd you get those how'd you get the production for those songs were you producing yourself or you got an in-house producer <laughs> writers no. how did that work I- I had beats from, I think it was J.D. Walker, if I'm not mistaken, but I think he sent over some beats. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, like, wrote to, like, four of them and then sent them over. But, yeah. So you write your own songs? Yeah, I write all my own songs. Like, sometimes I'll co-write, but most songs you hear are, like, 100% written by me. So. That's what's up. Hey, you're a real MC for sure. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, you're familiar with working with big producers. You collaborated with the likes of DJ Mustard. I mean, me being from LA, that's big. That's huge, you know, having a DJ Mustard collab. So how did that come up, come about, especially being from Canada? Um, yeah, so same type of thing. Um, I guess we had a connect at Rock Nation. So they sent over some like DJ Mustard tracks to write for. Um, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be for me. I was writing for like Tanache, I think, and then um and then he when mustard heard the track he was like nah like she needs to keep this one for herself so i was like okay fire so it just like kept it and then yeah and then he he even like posted it on his page at the time and everything so he was like mad supportive it was really dope that's dope and did you write that record as well yeah 100 <laughs> percent lit lit um so what's what's like your studio process like you mentioned that you write records for Tanache. Um, I mean nothing nothing like you know went through with it but yeah I mean that was that was like the purpose 
Yeah. Have you landed any big placements though? Just been on the writer side? I've been like focusing more on the writer side now. So like there's a lot of stuff. You know how it is, like like those big artists, they get like 20, like, you know, hundreds of shots a day, right? So sometimes even when they cut it, then you're just like, okay, like sometimes you won't even get the album placement. So I've definitely like, you know, been in the studio and been writing, but I haven't gotten one like secure, but there's some stuff in the works, but like, you know, fingers crossed. We'll see. But yeah, that's where I'm at. That's lit. Okay. And what's the vibe when you're in the studio? If you literally just, you get your, your beats from your producers and you break out your pen, your pad, you're writing in your phone. Um, you, you catch a vibe, you got to smoke, you got to drink. What's that like? I like vibing with the producer in person. It's just like a different vibe. Like, um, and then, yeah, you know, sometimes we'll have some drinks, you know, just vibe out. And yeah, and like, I don't know, my process is like freestyling. So like, I'll just like okay. freestyle a melody usually. And then after I have like the whole melody, then we'll write lyrics and after. So. Cool. Yeah. And do you record yourself? You mix and master your songs? How does that post-production side work? Yeah, so I recently, because of like COVID, I've had a lot of time to just be in my in my like home studio. So like okay. I've been how to record uh, myself to like to the point where I can send out like good roughs and like I can send out like, you know, the, the roughs to other people. Yeah. And um, and then I'll send like the raw files a lot of times because I'm not the best at like the final mix, but I'll just send out like, you know the vocals for someone else to do or something but it's blessed i've actually started producing like two which is sick oh that's lit what program are you using to produce ableton okay yeah that's what i use so it's sick. again you can't lose with ableton <laughs> yeah for sure what type of vibe you would say you got for a production like a lo-fi um trap what type of what type of beat you producing that with bpm <laughs> like I'm pretty versatile when it comes to music in general so like it's kind of like sometimes if I feel like doing like an up-tempo like even like like I don't know like anything really like pop or R&B like I just produced an R&B track the other day but then my single that came out this year Would You I produced that one so it's kind of like it's kind of like chill but then it goes into like this more like pop hook but yeah yeah the new single is hot how'd you come about how'd you make the new single Would You how'd that come about yeah, so I produced that myself, and then I wrote it myself. So it's like the first track where I actually like hundred percent, you know, just like all me, which was pretty dope. And then I sent it off just to be mixed. So that was like it. Yeah. Lit, lit. A get a hundred percent of publishing for sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like I am signed to Sony ATV though, but yeah. Thanks. I mean, you got more big collaborations too. You collab with nineteen eighty five. How did that collab come about? Um, so I was um uh, like working with uh, I don't know if you know like Mr. Morgan, but anyway, yeah. she's just really like closely in the OVO camp. But so he kind of like we were he was like interested in my songwriting at one point, and um he put me in the studio with 1985 and Division, and then Super Dupes actually like co-produced it too, and then they were just kind of like vocal producing me. And then, yeah, the song, like, never came out, but it was dope. That's lit. Hey, you might as well be signing the OEO for real. You yeah, know, yo. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got the plug. Have you been to his mansion? No. I. But, like, the cool thing I did do was um, I got to go backstage at the ACC. So, like, 
I got to see like you know all like the the like dressing rooms and like all that so that was really sick Cause, like that was like ACC is like the big arena here right so right really just like cool to see like the backstage of an arena because like obviously that's like my dream too so it's like this is this is lit facts how'd you pull that plug <laughs> um so this uh this guy from Sony he was like the he did like the in-ears and stuff for Drake so he like kind of just like got me the backstage because he was doing his sound that night so that's dope that's hella lit um let's talk about some of your favorite Canada artists because I mean Canada of course is on a rise you guys had your own sound for years now establishing the music industry especially in hip-hop and pop you got The Weeknd you got Justin Bieber you got Mm -hmm. Tory Lanez you got uh, Division, Drake, um, P. Rain. So yeah. who's some of your favorite Canada artists right now? Obviously Drake. Like, Drake's just like a goat. Like, everyone knows that. But um, right. Drake, Bieber is like fire. I love Bieber. What do you think um, about his new album? I think it's dope. I, um, to be, like, completely honest, I haven't really, like, dove into it yet. Like, I haven't actually, like, checked it out. But the songs that I have heard um like the singles like are dope you know like yeah. i checked the peaches one and like uh yeah, peaches, any- that's my shit yeah peaches is fire and then like yeah there's a couple other ones that are fire but i haven't like checked out the other ones yet but i'm going to though but and the list continues who else who else on your radar um who else i mean i like the weekend obviously he has some really dope music um I mean, everyone you named obviously is like you know dope. Like they're they're where they at like for <laughs> recent. Right. I mean, and those are just artists that I know in the U.S. Is there any artist that's booming in Canada right now that the U.S. hasn't discovered yet? Um, hmm. <laughs> so I think. I mean, I mean, there's a bunch. Like just how you know, like in LA, there's like a lot. Like there's a lot of people like on the come up, but I don't know if like I would say that. Like I'm not sure if they're like like I have no idea. You know, like because yeah. like I've seen that a lot. Like I was around Roy Woods a lot before, but there was like right. so many Woodses. You know what I mean? Like there's like a lot like of people that were rapping. So it was like I I don't really I don't have a specific name that I could drop where I'm like this is the next thing do you know what I mean but a lot of dope talent that like I could see eventually popping off are you into to that whole underground lane you know because I follow like six buzz and underground sites from Canada that put you on some underground artists so are you into that scene wait what you say sorry are you into that scene like the underground Canadian scene my homie actually runs six buzz which is actually hilarious but yeah so um yeah I'm definitely like see all of that and like like I said there's like a lot of people and I mean like yeah there's like a lot <laughs> there's like literally a lot like it's like kind of oversaturated right now in Toronto but yeah. I mean you can see yeah I guess I, I do keep tabs just because if there is someone that I see um you know on Spotify on the Spotify playlist specifically in Canada that I want to work with then I'll like look on like the R&B playlist that I'm like onto and just be like hey this guy's dope. This guy's dope. And then I'll like DM them and be like, we need to collab, stuff like that. You know? Yeah, slit. Any collaborations we can be looking forward to? Um, um, 
Let me think. I do have I have one with Spenzo. I don't know. That's already out. Lit. But okay. Yeah, so I did this track called Guilt Trip and it was featuring Spenzo. And then um what else? I mean I've done features with like DJs that like aren't really like in the they're like like from Italy and stuff. I don't think people would really know them, but like they're still like doing their thing. Hey, let's let's break them right here on the Leo Black show. <laughs> giving that 15 minutes of fame <laughs> all right well i just did a song called friend with this kid thomas dell he's from yeah. like and he's like he he's doing good i mean we just dropped the song like not even last month and it's already at 200k on spotify so i mean oh, that's lit. doing pretty good so far sick okay i mean and speaking of look you definitely know know your lane far as visuals. You got some dope visuals out there, some dope music videos. How do you come up with the formula for your music videos? Um, so like so a lot of them were kind of like co-created when I was with Sony. Like I definitely had like a vision. So I'd like bring it to them. And then at that time they would, you know, obviously be the ones to like figure out. But but like the last three videos I did, like use you. Um, and promo those were like completely like my idea and like I kind of told the director exactly what I wanted um, in the video so I kind of like kind of directed it I guess because it's like it was like from the beginning to the end was literally like I want this shot like I want to be standing right there you know <laughs> like so Later. yeah cool you got some videos dropping for would you the new single or you got some upcoming yeah. videos that you're working on right now yeah so I'm so I'm like dropping a project. So uh, um, I guess like, I, I guess, yeah, I'll say it, but like would you like one of the singles on it. Um, and then there's, uh, I'm going to shoot like probably like six videos for the project. I'm going to go crazy with videos. Cause like I have, I've been like lacking on that. So I was just going to drop like a bunch of videos, like in like the span of like two weeks, which is going to be crazy. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because of the pandemic. A lot of people just haven't been going outside with COVID regulations and everything. So how you yeah. been able to adjust, like being in the pandemic and being a creator in the pandemic? Has it helped you or like hindered you, you feel like? Uh, it's done both because I haven't been able to travel. Like I'm usually in LA like all the time and yeah. I'm in New York and all that. And like, I haven't been able to actually link up because there's some people that like, like, need to be in the studio like they don't like even send mp3s they're just That's like nice. not come here don't <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah so i definitely need to like that's missing the in-person like you know because all that and then but other than that i've been more focused i've got more music than i have in a while so like i've been just dropping a lot more music which is good because i'm just in my cave so <laughs> So yeah, that's cool. That's facts. You having your way. All right, um, Kiki. We shared a lot. I mean, is there is there any projects you want to break right here on the Leo Black Show? Upcoming projects we need to be, you know, like tapped in on. Basically, yeah. so we can follow you because we already following you now. We tapped in. Yeah, so no. There's what we need to look out for. So definitely look out for a project coming out, like soon <laughs> like really soon like honestly like like <laughs> like like done but like there's like a couple things that like you can't release but yeah it's gonna be big like it's gonna be 
it's going to be a dope project and it's, it's going to be yeah it's going to be surprising for a lot of people let's, let's just put it like that that's, so. that's lit can we expect any big producers on that if you want some um, features let's put it out in the universe right now you know <laughs> anything I, <laughs> I need my drake feature on that so drake okay. <laughs> but no right. um yeah no like yeah obviously like i'm gonna shoot for that that's kind of the only thing i'm i'm missing right now but i'm in talks like i said like if people are, are plugging it right now so i guess we'll just see what feature it's gonna be but there's a track going around right now um and yeah and then producers like yeah there's like big producers on it like you know grammy grammy winning producers and all that so lit. it's gonna be fire yeah and it's super lit were you tapped into this year's Grammys? Um, honestly, no, because <laughs> yeah. no, like I honestly just missed it. Um, but I checked out like all this stuff on social media afterwards, like just kind of on my Insta and YouTube and, and shit like that. Facts. Yeah, I um, I, I just seen most of the highlights too. But I know Megan Thee Stallion, she won a couple of Grammys. Beyonce won a couple. Jay Z. Yeah. Know, the, the usual. Uh, but I mean I'm proud of Megan for sure I think that was her first Grammy Um, kudos to her yeah that's awesome yeah yeah I see you climbing on charts you've had records that hit the billboard charts too right I mean I had like the the DJ I was telling you about like that's like my first track to ever hit number one on iTunes um but it was like in Italy but still it was uh, it was like number one uh, yeah like the full itunes chart which was like actually really sick so yeah if you charting you charting yeah i mean it doesn't matter where i guess but having a way hey let's let's dive straight into it because people want to know kiki what's your relationship status oh shit getting personal um <laughs> i'm single very single, single. Okay. and i like you know um yeah I'm just chilling honestly like I'm yeah I'm honestly just chilling like I'm not really like out there looking but like you know something comes around and it is what it is but right now I'm just chilling let, let, so you, you single you out there do you have a type do you prefer someone in the industry or more like you know a nine to five type of guy that works a regular job there's pros and cons to both because like I've dated people that have normal jobs, but then they get like mad when I travel or like when I have to like, you know, they're like their trust issues like get in the way and they're like, like you can call me, you can call me, like you know, it's like like you know, I was in like I was like, you know, doing a meeting or something and then so that kind of gets after a while it gets a little like much. But then on the other hand of it, it's like on the artist side, it really depends on like a lot because like you have to make sure that you're completely comfortable with like dating someone doing the same thing and you can't get like weird or jealous or like anything like you have to be completely like comfortable with where both of you are at at all right. times you can't like compare like that will just ruin everything and like yeah I don't know there's like a lot but I mean yeah I mean whatever it is, I feel like whatever it is and if it's meant to be then it'll work regardless like it's so, what's your yeah. what's your type um 
don't know how to explain like like funny good smile um like yeah just like you have to be able to just like make me laugh smile um you have to have like a good personality but also be like honest and, and trustworthy like you can't be you know crazy um yeah. and that's basically it yeah just be a good person be a good person like honestly but, yeah. so do you, do you got like a celebrity crush is there someone out there that's your type it's like i did but then i actually met like i like i met them in like person after which is like but like yeah so no like not not really anymore like i did but like um yeah Who, who's that <laughs> person anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm on like TMZ right now. <laughs> um, no, okay, so it was like a little like I didn't even know them, but then like they ended up being really close friends with all my friends. Or yeah, so Keith Powers, um, and then yeah, but then like he was just really chill and nice, and then it wasn't like it was like because you know when you have a crush, you don't know someone, but then it's just like hey, like yeah, cool, you're like really nice, but yeah, so. so. So you have to put key powers in the friend zone? No. I literally didn't even talk to him that much. Just like because like I said, I was working with one of his friends. So just like ended up at his like birthday party, but yeah, didn't really talk or anything. It was just like I was just there. So <laughs> yeah. like, putting me on the spot right now. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just saying. Has there anybody that uh, that you met though, where it was just like you thought they'll be one way, you know, as a as a public figure, and then you meet them in person, and it's just not what it seemed. I mean, not really, not like really, because like I I'm not the type to like fan out, so like yeah. it was kind of just like I'm meeting anyone else, and like I had no expectations because like I don't. First of all, you can't just look at social media and be like, I know this person. Like, you can't, like, you, like, you right. don't. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of met them and it was just like meeting anyone else. And then I was like, okay, like, you're either cool or you're not. You know? <laughs> so. Have you ever been starstruck before? Um, no. Okay, the only, I wasn't starstruck. But it was my first time in New York. And like I said, like T.I. just walked in out of nowhere. It just kind of caught me off guard. But I wasn't like starstruck. I was just because I was shooting my music video. He just like walks in. So I was like, you just took me kind of off guard. I was kind of like, OK. But like I still like I still wasn't like one of those fangirls. Like I just said, what up? And like, you know, gave him a hug. But yeah, that's probably like the only time I was like, oh, what the heck. But yeah. <laughs> Lit. New York, that's crazy. I mean, I think T.I. is from Atlanta. Um, he, T.I., hopefully, I wish him the best. I mean, he just recently went through some allegations. Did you hear about that? Oh, um, my friend just told me about that, like, two days ago. And I was like, oh, damn. But, yeah, yeah I mean. Do you believe him? Or do you, are you on T.I.'s side? Whose side are you on? You know, the, My God. the Me Too movement? Or... Um, I, I don't know because I don't know because I don't. First of all, the media like 
loves to spin a lot. Like I know that, but I also don't know Ti like that, and I don't know his wife like that. So I don't know what they do on their on their on their ones. I have no idea, so I can't really say. It's kind of just like, you know, it's facts. neutral. Yeah, I mean, as far as New York hip hop though, uh, DMX man. Did you get the news about DMX having a stroke? He's like in critical condition right now. Are you serious? Yeah, you haven't heard yet. I never. I actually never. No, that's so crazy. What yeah. happened? Um, I guess he uh, overdosed on drugs, and he's like in the hospital in critical condition right now. So everybody's just sending their prayers up, hoping he's all right. That's actually crazy. Yeah, you're a fan of DMX. I mean, like I've heard like some of the stuff, like you know, but I'm not. I'm not like I, I don't like bump it <laughs> the car or anything like that. But definitely dope. And like but, prayers out to him though, like for real. Oh, that's, that's hey, Kiki Rowe, we covered a lot. So, um, with the new audience that you just garnered right now from the Leo Black Show, please drop some links so we can follow you. Any handles? Um, yeah, so Instagram is at Kiki Rowe Music. Same for Twitter, YouTube, uh, Spotify, just type in my name, you know, same for Apple. But yeah, that's basically it. Hey, thank you so much for all that you do, Kiki. And thanks for tapping in with the Leo Black Show. Definitely gonna follow your career. Got you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Talk soon.